Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Everyday life topics with advice and tips for becoming a better you. This show is all about self-improvement. Each episode is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. The reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I'll help you take yesterday's mistakes and master them for a new tomorrow. Let's get started. Before we get started with this episode today, if you are brand new to Life Tips, thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to uh, impacting your life and I pray that you take something that I've said to heart, jot it down in your notes, on your phone, in your notepad, wherever, and just plan to apply it to your life. If you are a current or faithful listener of the show who have been with us since day one. Welcome back. Uh, Excited to continue this journey with you. And we hope that you continue to enjoy the show as you always do. All right, let's get started. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Nate. You're inspirational speaker slash host. I have exciting, 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 exciting news. Oh my goodness. So you'll notice that on anchor.fm backslash life tips, there is a dollar sign right next to our intro. Right next to the picture that houses our name listen on spotify is there dollar sign support is there as well as message the dollar sign support means that you can now financially support life tips podcast yourself big news so if you love this podcast so much and you want to keep it going and you want me to stay on the air with you all Like, yeah, there you go, all you. And the best part about this is it's not tied to sponsors. Sponsorship is a whole different thing. This is not tied to sponsors. Now, one could argue probably should have turned that on months ago, but year one was all about being free and being accessible. Year two is where the moolah portion of podcasting comes in. 
pretty cool strategy, huh? So yeah, you can support Life Tips Podcast yourself. And if you'd like to do that, just click the dollar sign and boom. So in order to see the dollar sign, just go to www.anchor.fm backslash life tips. That's all you got to do. Once you get there, the dollar sign will be there and you will be able to financially contribute. Thank you. Thank you. And once again, thank you. Uh, I really don't like it when we get to this point in the year because it just <laughs> it just means that we don't get to hear from each other for another season <laughs> but it's okay what's up world welcome back to life tips season 8 And in fact, this is the final episode of Season 8. I'm your host, Nate, and I am an inspirational speaker. <clears throat> Ooh. Season finales are always... Difficult because you just don't want the season to end, you kind of want it to keep going. And I'm like, bruh, but it all has to come crashing down at some point. But in this case, there won't be a crash. So, experiences, experiences, part four. You all have been just loving the experiences, experiences series. And I have to, honestly. This is the final one. The final countdown. Okay. Um <laughs> oh, I had to do it. Sorry. I had to do it. Had to do it. Um yes, that's the white boy in me, but um just just don't stop believing. Ooh. Don't stop believe oof. Do y'all wanna do that? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I think it's. I think this calls for it. It, it calls for it because, whoo, there's just never been a better way of doing a season finale introduction than, you know, killing it with back-to-back classic tracks. So, yeah, we're, we're going to do this because it's the end of season eight and I just want to go out with a bang and we might as well call this, you know, the subtitle of this episode, Don't Stop Believing, simply because we are talking about current and future experiences. And for the most part, these experiences that we're going to talk about today have a lot to do with the future, seeing as in the last episode, we ended off talking about marriage. And I said I was going to explain a little bit more deeper into that this episode. But before we uh, get there, yeah, we got to we gotta talk about Don't Stop Believing. Because, yeah. Hopefully that does not, you know, get me a uh, massive copyright strike. But like, oh, I just wanted to play that because, yeah, like, don't stop believing, y'all. Like, that's the whole, like, point of experiences, experiences. That's the whole point of the series. Simply to just say, this is what I went through and... These are the things that I got to experience. These are the things that I never got to experience. And these are the things that I'm experiencing now that happened late in life when they kind of technically should have happened a little bit sooner. And if we're being honest, the main thing that uh, was you know, delving into last week coming out of the... Uh, the relationship talk was uh, future marriage. Now, that experience has not happened yet. It has yet to happen, and I broke down a little bit of the uh, the specific things in the last episode that I think we got to bring it back 
just one more time to best explain everything before going into the meat and potatoes of the future. So that's what part one will be. And then in part two, we'll dive into the future. So part one You will remember a while back that for the most part, I referenced one specific that absolutely has to be in place before you can propose to someone. And it's a specific piece that most guys absolutely need over time though I've reversed course on this just a tad bit and now I have a new perspective on it you're probably like what okay so a few episodes back uh, probably in like a past season I definitely remember talking about this that In the dating phase, it's not important to have certain things. I myself went through two relationships, one that exists now and one that existed a couple years ago. There was no car. There was no apartment, no house. And even in the case of my current significant other, neither of us has a car. At the time we are meeting for the first time ever, neither of us has a car. Neither of us has our own place, although one of us has experience with apartments and leasing offices and different people like that and paying for stuff in regards to an apartment. And even though There is a current roommate situation between my significant other and her mom. She still has the high ground on me in that perspective simply because she's used to it. So when she gets her own place officially, officially, it'll be second nature to her, basically. But alas, none of those things mattered. And even now, in the present day, with me having a car, one half of the equation down 
on my way to getting the second half, it still doesn't matter that neither of us are in the apartment stage yet. Because that's an inner detail that we're living through right now. That is why I've changed course over the years in regards to that. Because it first started off, maybe, maybe you do need to have certain things before you start dating. Then I experienced it in, then I experienced it and I was wrong. What I was taught was wrong in that department because it's different for everybody. So I dated person number one and continue to date my current person with just the whip. And in regards to engagement and marriage and all that, you definitely will remember that I said that as the guy, you definitely, definitely should have the car and the place taken care of prior to. But over the course of the last couple of years, that is no longer the case in my belief system when it comes to future experiences. And it's because of what is known as the in-between period. The in-between period is the journey between dating and engagement. And during that time, things can change. So, for example... The car came after the lady. That was a change. And then the full-time job life came after both of those. So during the in-between period... There's a lot of flip-flops, lots of changes, lots of different hidden circumstances that will pop up that change the trajectory of the future experience that you're looking to live through. Now, 
The reason why I am making this declaration now before we get to the marriage part in part two is because I see more and more and more couples do this versus the anomaly that I have seen. There are two anomalies that I've seen. And for some of you, they may not be anomalies, but it may just be factors that are a part of their life that they were able to take care of prior to. You're probably like, what are you talking about? I mentioned that I'm in the process of getting my own place. And I also mentioned that I used to believe that the guy needs to have his own place prior to the proposal. And while you have some anomalies, like... I believe two family members of mine came into their marriages two years ago as homeowners. So that made the process pretty much easy. My uncle and my sister. Sister marrying my brother-in-law, brother-in-law already had the house. Easy, simple, just move your stuff to the house. My uncle left the home that he grew up in and that he continued taking care of when everybody else left. He went to be with my aunt. And my aunt had a house. Those are the anomalies, the the ones that they have the house prior to. But a lot of couples that I'm seeing now, and I truly did not notice this before until just recently, but I'm thinking about it now more than ever in the process of getting my own place. The house, the house is hunted for by the couple during the engagement process. Weird, right? 
conceptually, it's it's weird. I've never really thought about it like that. Now, while it would be interesting to get a house, it wouldn't be easy to just up and leave. Because as I mentioned before, I don't have anything to lose. I will most likely be the one to up and move and go to a different place. And um, that's okay. So, I wanted to clear that up before we go into part two. It's okay if you, as the guy, have the apartment and the car at the time of engagement. Because then you can just... leave easier and there's a couple of ways that you can do that which I'll talk about in part two and on the part of the young woman I would say be prepared to fully share with your significant other. Because let's be real, the the majority of the situations that we find ourselves in As young people, nine times out of ten, the the young lady is just a tad bit better off than the guy due to the woman's maturity process being stronger. So the car, the house, the apartment, the self-sustaining nature, that's imprinted into the women at a much more opportune time than the guys. So by the time you're actually in the relationship and the young woman has all that stuff or even has half of it, don't be surprised, don't be shocked, and most importantly, Don't feel defeated. Because that stuff matters at the right moment. And the right moment 
is now. There are couples that I know who are going on the six-month mark. I'm in the three-month mark. And the in-between period is growing. But also the future is calling. That's what we'll talk about in part two. Yo, what's up, y'all? Nate here from Life Tips Podcast. And I just want to take one moment to tell y'all about this amazing new thing we just did for the show. Wow. So you've noticed that we've changed our pictures over the years. We've made it unique, made it look good, made it fit the season that it was trying to go into. But now I think this new picture and face for Life Tips Podcast is just going to be phenomenal. And it will drive up the downloads. So, I need y'all to do something for me. In addition to leaving reviews and ratings on Apple and Google and Spotify and these other places, let me know what you think of each episode. Let me know what you think of the cover art. You can easily send me a message or hit me up on social media, one of those. I'd really like to start getting some of your feedback. And uh, yeah, so don't hesitate to reach out now. All right. Part two. So The in-between period and the end goal they work together so that the final destination is more peaceful and enjoyable. Write that down. I say that because, again, one of the things that stands out about my beautiful girlfriend is that she has had several years of apartment life experience despite rooming with her mom. 
And she's also had to be the main breadwinner for the house. So all of the intricate factors that go into living on your own and having your name on paper, on a lease, she's got the experience, which means that when she separates and gets her own spot, it'll be second nature. For me, I'm in the process of experiencing that right now. And although it's exciting, it's also very telling. Here's why. Because most likely I will be the one to end up making the transition out of the state that I've been living in for years into a brand new state, it means that whatever I get myself into will have to be course corrected. And that's a part of the in-between period. You can either stay at your place and finish out your term that you signed, or you could leave and start something new. And in the case of myself and those who are about to sign and start dealing with leasing departments and stuff like that in the near future, it's something to think about, especially when you're in a situation like this, where you've always talked a good game about marriage being the end goal. But now it's at the point where you really have to seriously consider the next couple of years. You know, they ask you, in business scenarios, where do you see yourself in five years? And if you say married with kids as a part of your next five years, I'm here to let you know, based off my experience and what I am experiencing right now, this is something to definitely sit down and think about when it comes to the future. So for me, since I am a thousand percent confident that my significant other is the person I will be marrying, thanks to revelations from God, what I have to do is think about the next year's journey. 
as I said in last week's episode, when you get to the six-month mark in your dating journey, you should want to think about the future. That's why I said that if you haven't met his parents or you haven't met her parents, family, et cetera, et cetera, by the six-month mark, get on that because it's important to get that started in the first six months so that as you progress into beyond six months, the in-between period does not have to be questioned as much. Now, I'm going to let you all in on a little bit of a secret. I have already been semi-questioned in this manner by the father. From afar, not directly, but from afar. Car, job, place. Way, way, way back in the beginning. Just add that to the pile of already having met the family on both sides within the first month. But that's just because we have a different story than the rest. All of this could not be helped because that is the dynamic of her side of the family and her friends, and her church family. That's just the type of people they are. They will ask questions, and they will want to know details. From Jump Street. Details that generally get hashed out during the in-between process and during the months that follow in your bond. And so here is my answer to the father. I never... talked to him about this. I was defended by my significant other. But what she said was truthful in that I'm working on it and I have a plan. In truth, my good sir, I have been 
blessed and fortunate to have an African experience within the family. An African experience where, just like in your African countries, the family stays together until one or more marry off. And then at that point, emptiness life. The American way is that you kick the kid out at a certain point or that the kid finds his way post-college. If you're not in those special scenarios where you absolutely had to get out, then you're either in those three camps. You found your way after college, you get kicked out in the context that at some point it's time to go. But yes, it is a complete rarity to have an African experience where you spend near 27 years of your life at home. Now it's a little bit different for each person. For some women, it's a little bit more, yes, we'll let that happen until you are called away in a marriage for the guy, not so much. But it often depends on the person and the circumstance. But that does not mean that I have been completely protected. I have been but not completely and here's what I mean by that. I pay my taxes. I pay my bills. And that's it. Me having my own place is coming. And it's coming two thousand twenty two. The original plan was 
to be in the marketing position, work that for a minute, and then have a place, hit the 40000 a year mark by having been on the come up in the company, but that did not quite pan out. Now, I am a paid host for Bego. I get paid by the month to talk live. I drive for Lyft. And there is a salaried job that I possess. The place that I'm going to get is going to be set up particularly so that when I make the move to get the real ring, I can walk into the future happy, knowing that I got to experience what it was like solo before sharing with another person. And that's what I encouraged the women to do. Do you want to start your own podcast? If you do, great. I'm here for it. But you may ask, how do you do it? Well, that's the easy part. You first have to come up with the vision and plans for your show, including a name, episode count, and main objective. Secondly, you'll need to come up with topics that will catch your listeners' attention and keep them interested. The final thing you'll need is a hosting platform. That's where Anchor comes in. It's free to download. You can make money from your show with no minimum listenership. Record using your iPhone, iPad, or MacBook. And there are many more tools Anchor provides that you can take advantage of in order to create freely. No studio or expensive equipment needed. So if you're interested in getting your show off the ground, go to www.anchor.fm backslash start to get started with your amazing new unique show. I can't wait to hear what you'll come up with.
What is up, family? It's your hostess with the mostest T the GOAT from over at Powerfully Black and Excellent, the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kin folk all across the nation, baby. Now, look, if you're looking for a platform that highlights black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got your back. If you're looking for a podcast that's going to light that fire up underneath you to start that business that you keep putting on the back burner, we got your back. And if you're just looking to hear from some amazing black entrepreneurs and business professionals who are currently on the journey to making themselves and their brands successful, we got your back. So come check us out on Anchor FM and almost all streaming platforms using the name Powerfully, Black and Excellent without the E. We drop new episodes every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not listening to us, what are you doing? So, as we wrap up part two in this third segment, this is why I specifically said that it was important to have these things. Prior to engagement. It shows the woman. That you can. Provide. That's the important part. It shows the woman that you can provide. And that is the biggest life tip when it comes to future marriage. You absolutely must be the provider. The main breadwinner. Now that does not mean that it's all on you. Absolutely not. It is not all on you. That time has passed. Instead now it's on you And her. My vision for future marriage is that we support each other. I bring something to the table, you bring something to the table. 
doesn't matter who's making the most money, who's making more money than who. What matters is that there's two incomes coming into the house. And if we're doing the same thing, Russell Wilson and Ciara wise, where we have platforms, the support should be there as well. You ride for me at my events, I ride for you at your events. And of course, there's there's the Jesus aspect. But that's one of the easy parts. Because I think I've said this before, but at that point, it'd be on the two of you to figure out what you're going to do church home wise. And I highly recommend going to church together as a God-fearing married couple versus going to separate churches. In my humble opinion, the separate churches thing, that's got to end when you get to the engagement piece. Not immediately, but it has to start working towards its end. Because that chapter of your life is over and the new chapter of your life is beginning. And you'll want a church that has the family dynamic that the two of you are looking for. So those are the main things for the guy. Be prepared to be the provider go into it with a support my wife mindset and also have an idea of the new church you want to raise your family in that you can pass on to your wife. For the women, I mentioned that your first part was to be prepared to share fully with someone else. And the reason I said that is because for many of you, you've been in an independent mindset 
for quite some time. Whether you're single, single with kids, etc., etc. Your challenge is going to be to share fully with someone else. And that basically means you're going to have to get used to the quirkiness that comes with living with the guy that is going to end up becoming your husband. But secondly, you also will have to be the support. Just as he supports you, you support him. Even if you don't have that influencer type Ciara and Russell Wilson status, I still highly recommend that you support some way, somehow, whether it's social media shout outs, whether it's telling your friends and family, whether it's taking your man out to celebrate him, support. That's going to be key in your future marriage. I've seen it. Lastly, you also should be prepared to make the rest of the decisions regarding the children. Obviously, we all know that women, they give birth to beautiful babies. And oftentimes, it's the women that go shopping for the baby. The men might tag along, but oftentimes, it's the women that go shopping for the baby. We just pay for the stuff. Now, you won't be making the rest of the decisions regarding the children and the family on your own. You will have your husband. But... uh, Personally, if you ask me, the experience of the child is spearheaded by the mom and brought back into full circle by the husband slash dad 
So while in the beginning part of marriage prep, you talk about certain things, when it gets to the kids part, fellas, don't be surprised if your woman comes and says, hey, this is my thought process on where our son or daughter should go to school. Just, just a tidbit. Just a tidbit. But the point that I'm trying to make is that there are roles for the guy and the girl in the marriage and you have to be prepared for them prior to. And those are just some of the things that are not often talked about during the preparation process on both the part of the guy and the girl. And to wrap this all with a nice, beautiful bow, there is a quote that I would like to read to you all that sums up this entire episode for the season finale of Life Tips. comes from Miss Bernadette Daniel on Instagram. And it says this, quote, before you get married, discuss bills, parenting styles, credit, debt, religion, how to deal with family, what beliefs will be instilled in your children, Childhood traumas, sexual expectations, partner expectations, financial expectations, family health history, mental health history, bucket list, dream home, careers and education, political views, and whatever else comes to mind. Love alone is not enough. End quote. That is a very unique experience. And it all gets tied back around into dating that's why I mentioned the three month mark the six month mark all experiences 
because when you reach the six month mark, marriage should be in the equation. You should have a consensus in your mind as the guy. This is going to end up being my forever person. And then after that, the next part of the process is to craft the experience of the proposal. And it's totally up to you when to do that. Because the reality of the situation is, as we bring this to a close, women will not wait forever. I changed my viewpoint and my stance. But I changed it a while back for me. It's different for everybody, but between one to three years into dating, set up the bridge for the future. And the bridge for the future is the proposal. What type of ring to get? Traveling to speak with the designated person to request the blessing. Those are the first two steps. After the blessing has been granted, And your job as the guy is to use the knowledge and information you have accumulated about your significant other that you are in the process of turning into a fiance to craft the date for the secret surprise proposal. Some guys do it differently. But for the most part, there is a large or small gathering of people. And the guy will typically enlist the young woman's girlfriends to help distract. 
And then on that fateful day, everyone gets together from the guy's side of the family and the girls in one location as the guy makes his move. And since I have already been given prior knowledge by God, and I know when her favorite time of the year is, it will not be hard to come up with a scenario that paves the way for the ending that we are both anticipating. I look forward to the day where I have that experience. And I look forward to the day that you have that experience as well. Talk about these things. It's crucial and it will benefit you in the long run when it comes to the proposal date. Because then the experiences after the proposal date, as you plan the wedding, will not be a train wreck, but it will be more like smooth sailing on a calm sea. Part four. You can't go yet. We gotta give you socials, socials. We gotta give you socials, socials. Nah, nah, you can't go yet. You can't go yet. We we gotta, gotta, gotta give you socials. Life Tips Podcast, social media. There's a bunch of places you can find us. You can find us on Facebook at Life Tips Podcast. 
on Twitter at Life Tips Podcast, and even our brand new Instagram page, Life Tips Podcast. I've been waiting so long to tell you about that. You can also go to our website, www.anchor.fm backslash life tips and continue listening to us there. And you can also listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, and so, so many more platforms. Rate and review. Give us your feedback. If you want to follow me on social media, I have a Twitter account. It's at auth underscore gen underscore person. That stands for authentic genuine person. Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker underscore orator Nate. And also on Facebook as the wise orator. So there you go. That's all the spots you can find us, spots you can find me. Look forward to hearing from you.